I, I think the shark knew what it was doing. Right? I think it happened too quick, but the bird crawled out of the shark and turned the oven on. <laughs> <laughs> so the, then crawled back in. The did, parrot murdered LL Cool J? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just want to crack a bitch. That's, yeah. See, that's, that's yeah, the Polly wanted a motherfucking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> that's the subtext they never show you, man, is that the, the parrot was really the criminal the entire time. And it was a murder mystery. He Scooby, don't. Oh. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. You know what else is the perfect crime? The Savage Land. My hat is like a shark's head. Welcome back to the Savage Land, and that is the absolute masterpiece. That is Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J from the movie Deep Blue Sea. Deepest Bluest. <laughs> and it's Deepest gay. Bluest. Deepest Bluest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are we are back in the Matt Cave this week. Uh, we're we're down a host, but we also are up a host. So really, we ended up at the same number of hosts. But let's go around and introduce everybody. Rachel. Deepest Bluest. And and not so deep and blue, Josh. <laughs> and obviously, the other deepest bluest was Matt. If you couldn't tell that that wasn't Mitch, <clears throat> I'm going by deepest bluest. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna get my name legally changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, deepest. Uh, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch couldn't. Mitch couldn't make it here this week. He got eaten by a shark while we were uh, experiencing the the glory that is deep blue sea. So we'll truck on without him this week. Um, but. Guys, I think that uh, I think that we got a lot to talk about, and uh, obviously we will get to our review of Deep Blue Sea later on, and, and after that we'll pitch our movies for next movie sode. But before we can do that, I think it's time for the catch up. Anyone? It's uh, Matt's not ready with his guitar. No, we don't need a catch up theme right now. Catch up theme song. Whoa. <laughs> All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and we will start this catch-up off with Matt breaking his glass bottle of Heinz over the cafe table because he's really pissed about the temperature of the coffee. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you go ahead and catch us up. Uh, okay, well, let's see. What have I done? Uh, not much. I've watched more Mystery Science Theater than I care to admit. Yeah? Um, just kidding. I'll admit that I've watched a shitload of Mystery Science Theater. Okay, <laughs> which ones? Um, dude, I don't know. So many. So many, all of the, all of the mystery science and the theater, all of them. That's good. No, I, you know, I, I don't know. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel seems to be in a sort of a lull this particular week in in Infinity. You mean Marvel Unlimited? Unlimited, Unlimited, Unlimited Infinity, <laughs> Unlimited, Unlimited Infinity, Unlimited. I have an affinity for the Unlimited Infinity. Uh, so not much is going on there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mystery Science Theater. Is there more to say about it? It's the best. Yeah. It's the, the absolute best. It's the best. The floors look great. <laughs> <laughs> have you been, <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you have anything else to catch us up on apart from uh, your Mystery Science Theater 3000? Um, no. No? No. Very slow week here in the Matt Cave for you? 
Well, yeah. I gotcha. No. Or it's just highly populated with mystery science. Oh, you know what? I started playing Super Meat Boy. Fuck that game. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's so hard. So what is it? Oh, it, you I've never, never played? Heard, I've never heard of it. Oh, have you heard of it? Have you guys heard of it? It's a side. Okay, it's a side scroller. <laughs> <laughs> I might have heard of it. I think it's there. Uh, it's a side scroller, and you play a little wad of meat. Okay. And you have to like make your way from point A to point B through a sequence of uh, very challenging sort of obstacles, like buzz saws and giant chicken walkers with chainsaw heads, and oh, Star Wars. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I know. It's not Star Wars. No, it's it's actually a super cool game, but it just it's extraordinarily difficult. Really? And uh, have you killed yourself with it yet? Anyway, what? No, no. What? Sorry, I Scooby. Don't. With it. <laughs> I just i I was looking at something and I got distracted by the fact that there's a Ratchet and Clank movie coming out. Ooh. Yeah, isn't that weird? Dude, I read that there was Ratchet. a Dino Riders movie coming out. Is there a Dino Riders movie? That's like the dream come true. That's so cool. Yeah. I don't know what Dino Riders. Please. What? Fill me in. Oh my God! You were not born in the eighties, were you? No, I was not. <laughs> you don't know I what Dino was... Riders are? I have no idea what Dino Riders. Holy are. shit! We need to watch the Dino Riders movie I after this. I think we do. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> give me, give me a quick. Uh... Okay, so remember how I was talking about. And Deep Blue Sea brain bots, Dino Riders, and you were making, you were laughing, but obviously you didn't know yeah, what I was talking I didn't about. Know the reference. I laugh at a lot of jokes <laughs> that I don't understand. That seems like it's a, funny. Yeah. That's, it that's a, the rule of being the youngest child: is that you just kind of like laugh at things that are supposed to be funny, and then just uh, move on. So disappointed. In you. <laughs> uh, no, it's like um, it's like He-Man, where they sort of made a series of toys and they put out comics and cartoons. Uh huh. And it's about like a group of people who escaped their planet. Uh, through a time machine only to land on like dinosaur planet and then they the the good guys have amulets that they can mind meld their minds with the dinosaurs and become friends but then the bad guys have brain boxes that they put on the dinosaurs to control them and then they just load up the dinosaurs with like fucking lasers and bombs and ride them around and fight each other that that actually sounds really yeah, awesome that sounds, <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> that sounds like a real childhood you've sold me on this uh, no, yeah, it's pretty much one of the greatest things of all time. That's fantastic. So anyway, there's talks of them making a, a new live-action Dino Riders movie. Ooh. That sounds pretty cool. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Is that all the ketchup in your pouch? I don't know, man. God, you put, could, put me on the spot I here. I asked you like 30 minutes ago <laughs> if you had your ketchup. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you guys can catch up all you want. If I think of more ketchup, I'll catch up again. All right, sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll leave Matt's bottle on the table until further notice. Um... <laughs> Rachel, looks like you've got some squeeze packets. <laughs> all, yeah, all the squeeze packets. Awesome. Well, feel free to to dip your fries in them. Mm, I had fries yesterday. It was so good. <laughs> I love fries. <laughs> uh, I finally finished Harry Potter. Really, all yeah. the way. All finished the everything. Way. Everything. Okay, give us give us a quick uh, recap on your thoughts, feelings, emotions. Um, I cried a whole lot. Okay. Yeah. Which parts most made you cry? Uh, the whole thing with Snape. Mm. That, like, the, the you're talking, like, the memory? Yeah, his memory. When he memory. goes back in the pensive? Yeah. And you see everything that Snape did. Yeah. And he's awesome. Yeah. And a total hero. And he just stole my heart. And 
I just love him so much. <laughs> that, yeah. That memory hits you like three tons of water just crashing in through your submarine. Yeah. No, I cried a whole lot reading that. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of the, uh, the little post credits scene? Um, I, I didn't mind it, but after I read it, then I had everybody telling me what was wrong with it, but um, I didn't, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I've I've never had anybody tell me what was wrong with it. Like I I I haven't. Well, I heard that um, Hermione should have ended up with Harry and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Which, sure. Yeah. Like I get her and Ron are kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, they're a little. They probably wouldn't last very long. Yeah. They're a bit polar opposites, but <laughs> eh. Yes, yeah, you know. That's totally Sometimes fine. Sometimes the smart girl ends up with the oaf. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I thought it was great. Yeah. I I really, really loved it. I kind of hated the names, I think, was my biggest problem with it. Like, really, every single child has to be named after somebody. I, every one of them. I, I just, I didn't mind that either. I thought uh, it was pretty awesome that he even named his kid after Snape. Yeah. I loved that. I thought it was weird that nobody was named after Sirius, though. Yeah, that is a little weird. That bothered me. Yeah. Because you have... Albus James? Albus Severus. Albus Severus. Oh, that's... That's a horrible name. That's a tough, that's a tough a horrible name. name yeah, but that, and that, that's, I think that's one reason why it bugged me. Like, just, yeah. just doesn't come off the tongue very well. And then the other one is, what, James? James. I don't know if they say his real name. I guess maybe it could have been Sirius. James Sirius? <laughs> <laughs> or Sirius James. Sirius James. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And the, anyway. gr- and the girl was Lily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, so I mean, overall, if you're if you were to to rate the entire Harry Potter series on a scale of whatever the hell you like, uh, on a scale of I don't even know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one to ten, I'd give it an eleven. An eleven. Oh. Are you going to go back and read them again? I, I feel like I will. Yeah, you should do the not, audiobooks. Not soon, but... Yeah, when you do, you should do the audiobooks. They're pretty awesome. I have a difficult time with audiobooks. Because <sighs> when I listen to things, I'm at work, and I'm not really paying much attention because mm. I'm working. See, that's like the opposite of what I do. When I listen to things, I'm at work, and I'm not really working because I'm paying attention to my audiobook. <laughs> Although I have been watching a lot of TV yeah. at work. That's how I've caught up on Arrow and oh, Segway <laughs> and everything. Catch and up Segway. Because October's like, here's all your favorite shows at once. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> I know. I know. It's kind of yeah. crazy right now. How how are the shows going? What are you liking? What um, are you not liking? I think Flash is my favorite thing on TV right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just... It's getting awesome mm-hmm. and perfect, and I love Jay Garrick. What what other shows are you watching? I'm watching Flash, Arrow, Supernatural, Scream Queens. Um, I watch the Goldbergs. I don't know if anybody else. What the hell the is Goldbergs? the Goldbergs? It's it's a it's a sitcom, but it's set in the '80s. Okay. And so to me, I think it's just the best thing ever. <laughs> so it's like different strokes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Sort of like the 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 mood of or maybe maybe closer to like it, it's like the family growing up in the eighties. The guy that wrote it, um, he actually took real life things that happened to him and his family, mm-hmm. and like he videotaped everything. 
So, like, at the end of the episode, you'll see what he actually videotaped on oh, home movies. Weird. And, like, they recreate what so happened. Weird. And it's so funny. Really? It really is. I love it that so feels much. Weird. That feels like this weird voyeuristic, like, <laughs> odd thing for me. It's really funny, huh. honestly. Okay, let's, let's get all you guys together and you're going to recreate my life, all right? It's not, like, <laughs> an entire recreation, but yeah. there are moments that he recreated because they're just ridiculous. Hmm. And it's kind of a, yeah, this actually happened to me. <laughs> and it's funny, so he put it in the show. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, watch that. And I've been watching American Horror Story Hotel. Hotel. How's Lady Gaga? She's really good. Really? I, I really, really love her. I've heard mixed it. reviews. No, I thought she was really good. That whole show, like, uh, for me, it's always been hit and miss mm-hmm. with every season. Yeah. But this one feels like... A mixture of The Shining with Clive Barker's Cold Heart Canyon. Mm-hmm. And there's like an H.H. Holmes character that built the hotel. Hmm. So it's really serial killer-esque. Yeah. And like rooms that go nowhere and hallways where you can't escape. And it's really awesome. I like hmm. it so far. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I don't know why I can't get into the horror genre too much. I just, for whatever reason... And I see it, and I'm like, oh, that's probably cool, you know? And I heard, like, Evan Peters has been awesome in all of it. and I, I don't really like him. Really? But this one, I'm actually really liking him. It. He's pretty awesome in it. Yeah? Does he run really fast ever? No. No? Damn. I was really hoping there'd be some kind of crossover. <laughs> no. No, never. No. <laughs> well, then I guess I'll never watch it. Um, you should watch it. <laughs> I'll think about it at some point. Well, but... like... That, that show kind of goes where it's like, oh, it starts out super good, mm-hmm. and then it gets kind of uh, boring, stupid, and then it's like, oh, we have to quickly wrap this up, and it just ends, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. how every season has been. <laughs> oh, that's so, good. That's, so. <laughs> that's a glowing recommendation. But this one, I have, I have really high hopes on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and I disagree. I think I like the first three seasons. I like the first season. The first season was super good. I, that one I thought was awesome. But well, I liked the other two seasons as well. I liked Coven. I just thought it got super stupid and cheesy with like the Stevie Nicks video in the middle of the season. Oh, and it was pretty dumb. That was so stupid. Yeah. And it Stevie took me Nicks out of it. came into a, an American Horror Story. Yeah. Well, she played a part in the story, so it wasn't. She was. Out of the she blue. was a witch, and it's not like she just randomly shows up, but hmm. she does like a super '80s music video, and it's really stupid. That and sounds really weird. <laughs> it's really dumb. <laughs> Well, so is there, you know, I guess since both of you watch American Horror Story, is there like a an overarching story that connects all of these or are they just totally separate? Like I know it's an anthology, like or each season is like a different story, but is there like a connective tissue between the seasons or is it just... I've, I've... I read a thing that there was, yeah. but I didn't read like what it was. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think it connects Jessica Ling's character with everything, but she's not in this season. Yeah, so. it, this show's worth watching just to watch Jessica Ling. Yes. She's incredible. I don't know who she is. Is she related to Scott Ling? No. <sighs> <laughs> she's a she's an old actress from I mean, I think she was very popular in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. What would I know her from? American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> Did, I you, don't, I did don't you ever know. watch Tootsie? Oh, nope. yeah. I never <laughs> watched Tootsie. She was great in Tootsie. Huh. Oh, yeah. I actually recognize her face now that I'm Googling yeah. her. 
That sounds uh, googling sounds like a weird thing, by the way. Anyway, that I would, I mean, I would absolutely recommend watching the first season. That was a yes. really good show. Oh, she was in Big Fish. Okay. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's right. Yeah. She was, yeah, uh, I highly recommend the first season. Hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll th- I almost I tried to start talking and then a cough came out. Um, I like the cough sounded like the Doppler effect. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Podcasting Doppler effect. Um, no, I I just uh, I've thought about watching it a few times, but then I'm like, oh man, but then it's probably going to be all horror-y, and I'm like, oh. It's then, really good though. Yeah, and I'm not a big horror fan. I do like it, but. I do scare easily. Yeah. So, but I love that show. I think, I guess my, I, sh- I guess I should watch it. It's, I don't know. The mood of it, I guess, just never gets me. Um, but anyway, what's, what else is in your bottle? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. That's and, it. Well, and along with Matt's mystery science theater <laughs> i've watched it like non-stop i put it on when i go to bed and then as i get ready for work i put it back so, on and <laughs> for both of you which one has been your favorite recent recent movie hobgoblins oh and the outlaw of gore <laughs> so good what about you matthew um what was the one was it called teenage zombie uh with Adam West, Zombie Nightmare. Zombie Nightmare. Adam yeah. West was Zombie in Nightmare. Zombie Nightmare with Adam West. Yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome. It's wildly apparent that you do not read our group chats. Yeah, because no. we were talking about it the other day. <laughs> well, it's because I, I I work a lot, and so then when I'm at work, it's like there's 50 you know messages or whatever when I get off at the end of the day, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, but when Matt says everybody stop what you're doing, yes, and watch Zombie Nightmare. You watch it. I didn't see the everybody stop what you're doing message though. I watched. It. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go back and disprove the fact that you did see it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, How do you do that? <laughs> no, yeah, it's got Adam West, and it's got this other actor in it that's like that talks like the penguin, and so the every time he every time he shows up in the in the scenes, all the the MST3K guys are like, <laughs> oh, so and I watched funny. the the Time of the Apes one. Oh, the, that's a good. I one, don't dude. care. I don't care. Every time the kid comes on screen, I don't mm. care. <laughs> well, it's like every time he does something really stupid. Like, you know, I don't know, like frontal assault against this army of ape men. Yeah. They're just like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Outlaw, of course. Like- that's, a pro- that's the problem with Mystery Science Theater is it's hard to relate the jokes. It is. Often. Yeah. I mean, I'll laugh yeah. about it because I'm like picturing it in my head, but I think just like talking about it, you're like, oh, yeah. But yeah. if you haven't seen it, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Adam it's like West. like the football. One, are you ready for, ready some, for football? some football? Yeah, you have to see the guy. I know. When you guys kept saying that before I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I'm sure that's how Josh is feeling right now, too. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, this is all over my head. Well, Josh is ready for some football. I think he is. Are you, Josh? <laughs> I think we got to watch some Laser Blast. Maybe. I'll have to find out. <laughs> Might be worth it. Um, awesome. Yeah. Now, and the one we watched last night, beginning of the end, that's one. That of was best, good. That's one oh, of the best ones I've seen so in a while. Good. Yeah, I fell asleep for parts of it, but the for parts that I it. did, not most of it. I mean, I was laying there like oh, for a lot of it, but I had my <laughs> eye open and I was paying attention. You um, had you had both of your arms in your shirt, <laughs> and, you, and, and your shirt pulled up over your ears. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you were like cocooned in your shirt. I was. Because so, like I either I either heat up insanely hot or I just like start cooling down or whatever when I when it's like nighttime I don't know why, 
<laughs> I'm never just like regular temperature. Just cold-blooded? Yeah, I'm either cold-blooded or hot-blooded. Check it and see. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. All right, uh, all right Rick James. <laughs> all right, Josh, go ahead and uh, squeeze your ketchup pouches and put them under the toilet seat for the next person that walks in and sits down. Oh, that's inappropriate. Ew. <laughs> well, that's what I've been up to. All right. Well, what's uh, what do you, what do you got? Um, I'm just been uh, going through Mad Max again, and then also catching Mad up Max on, the game. Yes, Mad Max the game, and then catching up on Arrow because I heard they're going to try to save Constantine. They will be saving Constantine. Ooh. Matt, you looked like you had a question for Josh on that Mad Max. No, note. just a, just a, just a comment. Equipment. Equipment. Okay. Equipment. Well, sorry, that's that's trademark. Yeah, that's uh, trademark. Oh, so we just backtracked. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll bleep. I'll bleep that out. Could you put it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll actually be really funny. Anyway, keep going. No, I've been What's playing. Mad, I've I've been playing Mad Max too, uh, or rather, as well, because there's no sequel to yeah. the game. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Actually, the way you said it, it made me <laughs> think that there was a sequel. I was like, really already? Well, I have. <laughs> I played the third one. Beat that. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, yeah, keep keep going with your with your catch up, Josh. Um, other than that, I've just been catching up on all the other movies that are coming out. Just kind of figuring out what to spend my money on. I got you. Well, so, what are what what's your thought on the Mad Max game? It was awesome. It, you feel like you're in the Mad Max world. It, you know, it's very vehicle oriented. All this other stuff, and then you get to the, like the last level, and you're just like, huh. Well, I feel like I just got slapped in the face by all the developers all at once because they obviously don't care that I bought the game. <laughs> They just made the entire thing pointless. Very offended. Very annoyed. Is it that bad? The ending? Just, just finish. I haven't the game. made it to uh, the end. Yet. <laughs> you already bought it. You're committed. No, I, you know the the problem I have with that game is is after the you know X amount of hours of just like ha- kind of having fun, mm-hmm. the redundancy kicked in hard, mm. and uh, yep. I sort of petered out there. There's no replayability. Really? No, I uh. could. N- I would. I mean, I'm having trouble. Finishing, finishing the game because I feel like I'm replaying the game. Oh, that's always good. That's so. true. It takes forever to do anything. Just refilling your car takes like almost a solid minute. Do you drive around a lot in that game? Yeah. Um, that's do like you breathe? All it is. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I've no, I've yeah. I don't know. Is it fun driving around that? Like, are there like driving around fight scenes? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Like there's driving game. combat. It's and great. do you get to like do you get to like do other like not just drive and like hit other cars but do you get to like get out and and yeah, and yeah, yeah do yeah. stuff to the other drivers with your, with your bare hand well not not while you're driving oh yeah they they can do it to you but you don't have enough like people to like randomly but like her. if you crash for instance like if you and another car crash do you like get out and beat the crap out of each other yeah, like, yeah you, that you inspect your damage you know you go over your information with your fists and you know you eventually like pull out a knife and like gouge out his eyes while cutting his throat and you know that sounds awesome and you take his car and you make it your me- own. That made me think of that. That uh, I, I think it was you who was telling me about the like the State Farm insurance guys who get summoned to be to then sacrifice to Satan. What? <laughs> it's like the most. What? Right, that was, was that a freak. I don't think I was telling you about this. Oh my god, what? it was so funny. It was What's uh, going on. It was someone. T- it wasn't you. Oh man, if I was involved in this, I forgot. Somebody was telling me this like about a story they read about. Maybe it was my buddy from work, but it was about. <laughs> It made me think of it because uh, you know you're trading your inf- your insurance information. <laughs> anyway, they would, it was like a satanic cult who would summon State Farm, you know, 
like a good neighbor, State Farm was there, and they yeah, would yeah. summon the State Farm agent, and then they would sacrifice them for Satan. Just, just temple of So Disney. they just kept summoning State Farm agency employees to sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's the perfect crime. I know. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Josh, uh so have have you been like an era? Did, like did you did you start at season 1 or you, did you just start on the new season? Yeah, well, when you start something, you usually start at the beginning. Um <laughs> Yeah, Jason. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jason. Thanks for the dig. Slap. <laughs> okay, well so how how deep are you into Arrow? Well, I'm deep enough that as you guys talk about it spoils everything. <laughs> I Jeez. feel like I've spoiled so much for him. Yeah. You probably have. I, like, I feel like I I've really watched have. all the shows already. That I, I know about. I spoiled Gotham for him last night. Oh shit! Yeah, he did. Me <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. It's okay though. I think Just I think they deleted both... that from my Netflix list. I'm like an like I don't really care much about spoilers for me. I like. I do, but I feel like I'm the one well, then that's spoiler, behind. Ant Ant Man dies. Take that. Ant Man dies. Yeah, that's a spoiler. For what, Ant-Man 2? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> good, good try. You're too rich for my jokes. <sighs> Get into movies and stuff with your $8 cards. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. Um, so where, where are you at in, in Arrow? Um, I'm like halfway through season two. Season two, okay. How's it been so far? Um, I started out like hating the heck out of all of his family members. <laughs> I, was just, I, like, I still you... hate Thea. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do too. And just like their relationship with like their mom and everything about like that and just how bitchy both of those female characters are. Really all the female characters like are They make their bitchy. female characters, yeah, yeah. really bitchy. Yeah. Just like for no reason. Like I hate you. Why? I saved yeah. your life. I don't know. We walk away dramatically. Yeah. Like Laurel sucks. Yeah. Sarah kind of sucked, but now she seems like a welcome. Like, like I would prefer Sarah over Laurel at this point. I always hated Laurel. The yeah. only one I really like is Felicity. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. Felicity's awesome. Pretty dang cool. Yeah. Is there? Uh, I is Roy in the show at that point? At that point in season two? Well, I don't know. I mean, Roy as in Arsenal or Red Hoodie guy. Abercrombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. just spoil that for yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. You knew Roy Harper was Arsenal. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah. That was season <laughs> one. Don't, yeah. don't try to guilt yeah. me. <laughs> Fuck face. As soon as I heard his name was like Roy Harper, I was like, oh, yeah. I just watched Justice League. I know what that character is. Yeah, jeez. And Young Justice and a lot of other things. Anything. You yeah. just want to make you feel bad. Sidekick. I know. People love making me feel bad. It's easy. But it doesn't work. I have no emotions. Well, there goes my I never yeah. feel anything. That's a lie. Devoid of emotions. Stop lying. I'm gonna kill you. Anyway, what? <laughs> He's Batman. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I feel like he wants to murder me. Where were the other drugs? Anyway, um. Swear to Jay. <laughs> um. So, so do you have anything else in your? Oh, you read uh, Chrononauts, didn't you? That's right. I read the the collection of uh, Chrononauts. Yeah, the the four. Well, it's really more like five issues, but it's four issues, and short. the fourth issue is giant sized. It's a it's a super fast moving plot, so it really didn't feel like any sort yeah. of like large amount of issues. Like yeah, not at all. Read through it, and I was like, dang man, that's an awesome little like Top Gun reference, like everywhere. I know it's super Very, fun. Like Top Gun meets Back to the Future meets like I don't know something else sci fi. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's awesome. So now. there's homoerotic volleyball in it. Yes, twice. That's how Sweet. Top Gun. That's how Top Gun it is. <laughs> With jets. Oh, and that's Porsches. amazing. And danger zones. But uh, <laughs> what did you what did you think of the book, Josh? 
Oh, it was amazing. Definitely. Um, I don't know much about uh, Mr. Miller, but good stuff. He pumps out. Yeah, Holy yeah. Cow. Mark Miller. Um, so in that, was that the first comic book you've ever like read front to back? Well, jeez, I collected. Well, talk about my cherries like that, man. <laughs> this is a public safe zone. He popped, he, he popped his cherry on Chrononauts. Yeah. I feel very truth comes, yeah, truth comes out. I don't, I don't actually know anything. <laughs> I think you know a lot. You've read a lot about comics, but you've never read a comic before. And that's, yeah, that's that, crazy to me. That'd be my first one. Yeah. He's like Wikipedia had all sorts of information and stuff Just like that. Notes. And it's like, he'll talk about stuff and he'll follow you because he knows the storylines, but he's never read any yeah. of them. Isn't that crazy? Weird. Huh? You know, that's yeah, that is weird. That's how I when I was when you know. Now I'm gonna like now I'm gonna feel old. You're fine. Do it. But uh, back in Nam. <laughs> back in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> back before Adolf took power. Uh, in the early '90s, I got all my all my comic book knowledge from comic book cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because we didn't have Wikipedia or anything. But I've I seen know, those but museums and or access easy access to every comic ever. Yeah, yeah. So all of my comic book knowledge came from just reading the backs of little comic book cards and sort of filling in the blanks. Yeah, I feel like well, and I feel like that method is now like kind of the the predominant method of people getting into comics. Like with Chase on TMBC, that's how he was too. Like he just read a bunch of stuff on like Wikipedia and stuff before I actually like put a comic book in his hand and I was like, read this freaking thing before I kill you. Um, well, I think there's so much going on yeah. that often that's a pretty practical way to go. I know totally. Cause Cause we have, our time is so precious. You can just cliffs notes it. <laughs> I know that's why like I'm, I'm sort of starting to like just compile like my, if you're just barely starting to read comics, here's things to read list yeah so that when people are like what should i read i can be like you should read this and then they'll be like okay and i'll be like all right great you should read this it's uh the infinity war by, <laughs> John- by jonathan hickman god no <laughs> That's you'll just jump right in it'll be no problem <laughs> i can no. just imagine jason like hopping out with billy mays oh if you're starting here <laughs> you start right here in the middle of jonathan hickman's avengers <laughs> You'll find all of our characters in space. There's an incursion between multiple realities of Marvel comics, and there's a lot of people. There's a same guy. Yeah, don't, yeah but, but wait, don't start. A, don't start on issue number one. You should start on issue like seventeen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> start when Infinity starts. Don't yeah. start when Jonathan Hickman starts. Well, it's like Star Wars, right? Episode four. Yeah, exactly. You can start. You can start Hickman Avengers just like that. Yeah, <laughs> easy read. Yeah, it picks up. Picks up right away. <laughs> yeah, best way to watch Star Wars: start at the end of Revenge of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. There you go. Yeah, right at the just end. Watch the just watch the end first. Yeah, the Kenobi, the Kenobi Anakin scene. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I felt though with the whole prequel. So it's like, well, I know Kenobi doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't Yoda does doesn't die. Suck. Wait, did you watch the prequels first? No, no, but no. He's saying, he's saying that's when he watched the prequels. Yeah, he's well, like, oh, well, when it's I got around, around to it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, any any other ketchup in your bottle, Josh? Um, that's probably it. Other than just Dragon Ball Z stuff. Dragon Ball Z stuff. Tell me more. Um, I found out that Dragon like some person has put all of Dragon Ball on the on the YouTube's, and I've never seen it. Oh, so dedicating some free. Oh, so you're talking Dragon Ball through Dragon Ball GT? Yeah, all I'm of gonna, it. I'm just doing uh-huh. a series. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we so Josh and I. Here's a little origin story for you. Ugh. I know <laughs> origin stories. We're getting so sick of those at this point. Um, so he was orphan. <laughs> I was so, an alien. When I when I first moved out here to our lovely state of Utah, Josh, who is my cousin, had moved out like a year prior, and then it was like, oh, I know you from previous years because we're cousins, and then we hung out a lot, and then like that pretty much consisted of us watching Dragon Ball Z and then drawing Dragon Ball Z, like. 
yeah. all the freaking that, time. That's how we got started with the little sketchbooks and yeah. with like the weird see-through paper. In a weird way, that's what got me into comics. Like in like this weird roundabout way where I was like, oh, there's Dragon Ball Z. And then like I ended up reading some of the mangas and stuff like that. And then when I saw a comic book store, I was like, oh, well, I've seen some TV shows that look like that a little bit. And then I read comics. It's a weird little thing. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z. I really hope you you, you as a child actually spoke like that. I did speak like that, yeah. And I, I, I expositioned pretty much everything that, that I did. No, no internal dialogue. Yeah. I, I don't think in my head. I'm like, Dad, look at those comic books. I've seen those on TV before. And it's kind of like the same thing that I did with the Dragon Ball Z. Stuff. And he's like, shut up. Jeez. No wonder I left. Um, <laughs> Holy. Do they call it Dragon Ball Z in Australia? Probably. Okay. I hope so. Dude, I really hope so. And Dragon Ball Z would be, I'd feel cool. That's why yeah. in Canada it's just Dragon Ball A. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, too soon. Gonna have to ask you to leave. Damn it. I'll be in the car. Uh, no, I'm glad to see you're jumping back into Dragon Ball Z because, like, that actually, like, it kind of gave me a little bit, like, oh, hey, we watched that back in the day. Um, nostalgia. Yeah, a little nostalgia there. Um, for my catch up, let's see. I took notes this week on Holy pretty much crap. everything. I was uber prepared. The epistle of Jason. I was prepared like a person who drives their car and, and picks up other people and takes them to another destination for a price. Uber. Prepared. A hooker? Get it. Uber. Guys. Oh, come on. It was funny. Anyway. <clears throat> it's just like to see you flail around after you I know. drop a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like doggy paddling in the middle of the ocean. I just like... All of us giving you blank stares. You all, well, it's, it's basically like, like if I were to go overboard on a ship, it would be the equivalent of like me being overboard in the middle of the ocean and you guys just speeding away. Like, uh, <laughs> we, we, we would throw you a deflated uh, life vest. Yeah, and then leave. Yeah. Leave me out there until it deflates. Um, <laughs> Give you false hope and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I read Batman and Robin Eternal, number one, this week. Freaking awesome. Like... It's it's everything that I've wanted out of a Batman book in the new 52 and haven't gotten this entire four years, which is basically like getting back to the, oh my gosh, there's so many people in the Bat family and let's look at their dysfunctional, weird relationships and look at how they talk to each other and like the weird like Napoleon complexes that Jason and Tim have with each other and then like like all the in like bringing Cassandra Cain back and like Dick Grayson is back in Gotham now and like all that cool stuff and it's it's great it's like a little nostalgic feeling where it kind of brings back some of the stuff that they had going on in like no man's land back in the day where you're just following all these like disparate characters that really do have like distinct personalities despite the fact that most of them were robin at one point they're very unique in their own ways and and watching jason todd shoot up a bunch of things with ak-47s and and watching tim do his little computer hacking stuff and dick grayson doing his like hey i'm sexy stuff and like then Cassandra Kane coming in and like, oh hey, I'm 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 imposing stuff and I'm really excited to keep reading the series and, and see all the other bat people come into it with the shoulder pop. <laughs> that was killing me. <laughs> Couldn't take it. Um but another number one I read this week was uh The Amazing Spider Man number one by Dan Slott and whoever the hell the artist is. Um <laughs> That's a strange name. Yeah, I know, he's got a really weird name, but I mean it, it really pretty much pigeonholed him into his career um <laughs> it was really fun as the director yeah <laughs> it was really fun like international poor man's tony stark peter parker is really awesome like he's got um uh the prowler running around in a spider-man costume to avoid suspicion that he is spider-man and he's like officially you know been like oh yeah i'm funding spider-man and he's my bodyguard um but now he's like 
going around the world and doing, you know, international, like, espionage slash Spider-Man stuff, and he's still quippy as ever, and he's got a Spider-Mobile, and it's actually not as weird as you'd think it would be. Like, it, it actually works. I know you're looking at me very skeptically, Rachel, and I know that Matt is pretty much, like, tuning everything I say yeah, out. Yeah, I am. It, it's trying as hard as possible to not listen to what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying that for 22 years. But <laughs> No, only when he talks about stuff that's in the future. Yeah, for Matt, it's in the future because he lives in Marvel Unlimited land that's six months behind. But I won't spoil anything, but it's, like, it's... it's really fun and i think it's a welcome change and i'm looking forward to see like how they make that whole universe with spider gwen miles morales and peter parker and jessica drew drew isn't that the name of like a detective book nancy, for children nancy drew. nancy drew okay i was like <laughs> <laughs> that's why i wouldn't say drew because i was like wait what the hell um but i'm interested to see how they like deal with that spider verse moving forward and and all that so I, i'm excited um and then another Another book that I uh, read was Starlight by Mark Miller. Um, this book is basically... So I'll give you the quick concept. Uh, Test Pilot gets like lost through a wormhole and like ends up in outer space somewhere on this planet, frees these people from a, a like tyrannical dictator, and then gets you know whomped back to Earth, and nobody believes his story. So everyone thinks he's just fucking insane. Like they're like, "Oh, hey, there's that old crazy guy that said he, you know, went out to space and talked to aliens and stuff." Um, and he's, you know, like grown old and his wife has just died of breast cancer and his kids are all grown up and moved out and everything and he's kind of like in this really sad state of life, you know, kind of lonely and and doesn't feel like he has much purpose. And then a boy in a rocket ship from that planet that he freed, you know, 40 years ago shows up and he's like, hey, bro, like, thanks for saving us all those years. You're like a legend and stuff, but we need you to come back because now there's a new bad guy and he's like being even bigger dick than the last guy and, and everybody's pretty much succumbed to his stealing will. Stealing our cheesesteaks. <laughs> stealing our cheesesteaks. Um, <laughs> he's like, hey, can you like, you know, come back with me and, and get back over to this planet so you can help us be this dictator? And it's basically like this uh, this old flash gordon coming back and like and and going on like this space operatic adventure with sword fights and and total kick-ass like busting heads open and laser blasts and it's awesome like it's it's everything good about flash gordon <laughs> but it's mark miller's starlight um so highly recommend that <clears throat> more you have not really much more do we need, do we need an intermission no, I just I just felt like double double checking and and, and making you guys think that I had a lot more. Let's um, all go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Intermission music and get and Matt sucks a dick. Yeah. Episode two of Arrow and Flash were both really awesome. Jay Garrick is fantastic. He's uh, amazing. It's just gorgeous. I want to marry gorgeous him George. so hard. I just want to go. I just. <laughs> Talk I just about want uncomfortable, jeez. <laughs> I just want to go to Jay Garrick world, man. The Tomorrowland world, and then but that the end of the second episode. Yes. What? What? I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. Bonkers. I'm so excited. Yeah. So there's like ten question marks I have. Like, um, Joe West's wife. 
is a big question mark, and I wonder mm-hmm. if that yeah. relates in any way to Wally West, and if maybe he's not from a different universe, but he's just like a he's been out there the whole time, and for whatever reason they've never talked about him, which would be weird. Um, that would be weird, right? <laughs> But and then the the whole thing that happened at the end in Jay Garrick's universe, mm-hmm. um, which is insane. Uh, who the hell is Zoom? Mm-hmm. Um, 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 how is this whole weird paradoxical multiverse thing going to happen in the Flash? And like, how deep are they actually going to take it? Uh, yeah, holy shit! Yeah, it, ugh, so I good. love it. I love it so hard. Yeah, I, I watched that episode at work, and the things that came out of my mouth were not supposed to be said at work holy shit i know i couldn't believe it and i'm excited for the episode that in podcast time came out yesterday um but for us time came out in two days yes um (laughs) i'm really excited (laughs) to see what happens um and then arrow like it's it's actually getting pretty good the thea thing is like yeah she's uh she's she's losing her shit yeah it's odd but like then again, like that first, so so the first like scene where you're like, Thea, what's, are you okay? When her and Oliver have their thing, yeah. That scene, I'm like, okay, really, Ollie, you're gonna just like, you're a dick. You deserve that. Yeah. And then after that, I'm like, oh, okay, you're. This is bad. Yeah. So I wonder if they're just gonna rehash the Roy story because I mean, you remember season two, right? Yeah, what happened with Roy? That, that's what it feels like. It kind of feels like the same exact thing. Um, Guess I'm moving on to season three. <laughs> No, keep going, because you don't know what happens. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then, I mean, the Nanda Parbat stuff feels like it's going to have a really cool payoff, obviously, because of Constantine and and, and all that stuff that's going to be happening. I'm impatiently waiting Constantine. I'm really looking forward to it. And I really... They're going to start bringing people back from the dead with Constantine. (sighs) Yep. Yeah. Maybe. I mean that that much <laughs> that much has already been like yeah. said by the producers that they're going to bring in the Green Lantern, you know, oh, I hope they have the Green Lantern. That would be so cool. Did you catch the Green Lantern reference at the beginning of the season? Uh when they're sitting in that bar talking? I don't know if I did. I thought there was a guy that his name on his Yeah, on his jacket. It wasn't like, a guy, it was in a bar. Yeah. They're in a bar and a jacket is hanging up and it just it says, says Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. And you're like <gasps> Because you know who that is, duh. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, the, duh, yeah. the Crimson mm-hmm. Comet. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, the, the, the red porch light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> the hooker. <laughs> the, the active the, prostitute. The purple street lamp. Um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm loving TV. Obviously, uh, I haven't caught up on Gotham. I watched like the first two episodes and then I kind of... And then I ruined it. No, not that you ruined it because <laughs> I had already fallen behind on that before that. And I've, I've really liked what I watched in Gotham, but I'm like behind now and then I'm like, oh, I gotta catch up at some point. So I'll probably binge a little bit tonight. Oh, I did also catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that's what I was actually about <laughs> to ask you, you folk. How is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Matt and Rachel? I didn't watch the third episode yet. Uh, I won't say anything. Wait, did I say everything? Shoot, I don't remember if I. I don't think I did. Let's Moving not talk on about to the it. Next season, <laughs> season by season. <laughs> We're spoiling everything for Josh. Late to the party, Josh over here. Uh, no, Jenica and I watch it together, and she's been out of town. So, uh, oh, Jenica watches Agents of Shield with you. Yeah. Ah, oh, she just got even cooler. Um, sorry, pretty cool. Well, I know that's why I said even cooler. <laughs> I didn't say cooler. I said even cooler. Yeah, no, she she likes a lot of this. I mean, she goes to see all the movies. Oh, really? She just doesn't read comics or like have any like 
interest in reading them? Larger interest in talking about it other than watching it with me. Does she watch The Flash? I don't watch The Flash, so she does not either. Uh, no, she did watch me watching. She, she wa- yeah, I was so, like, yeah. Super. <laughs> she watched me DVR <laughs> The Flash for later. No, so she, so I was sick uh, maybe a year or two ago, and I watched the first two seasons of Arrow oh. sort of in one batch. Uh-huh. And she was like, what you are watching is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I had to agree with her. Hmm. I know. So that's when you guys yeah. start talking about the Flash and Arrow. I just sort of like... Agree to disagree. I think you should try Flash, though. I think you'd like Flash more. Well, so so when I was a kid, the original Flash TV show... John Wesley Ship. I watched the hell out of that. That was like one of my favorite shows ever when He's I was a kid. He's in the new Flash. He's I know he it. is. But I liked... I mean, because the Flash was always my favorite DC character. Yeah. And I, and I watched the first episode of the Flash, <clears throat> and it was so much that CW crappy TV drama and I hate it. I can't deal with it. It's so hard to watch. It's very grating. To I like. feel like it's, it is extraordinarily grating to, and, and, and just like not great. It's not good. I mean, I, I understand you enjoy it because you're, you're, you know, you're into the stuff, but... Well, Rachel, Rachel's never read a Flash comic. Nope. And I love the Flash. Well, did you like the 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 100? No. <laughs> So for some reason, Jenica loved the 100 and watched the, all of it. I could not make it through, and I wanted all the kids to die. Yeah, I watched the worst ways popular. It was so dumb. I, I couldn't watch it either. So bad. I'm just a hater. I don't. I'm a TV hater. Just once, because I mean, yeah, the first episode was a bit drama e, but I feel like it, like overall as a series, The Flash doesn't have much more drama than Agents of Shield does, as far as like that. I but I don't think Agents of Shield is a particularly great show either. That's I guess that's that's the thing. Fair. Like I don't. Yeah. There's it's not often where I watch TV and I'm like I'm super into this. Yeah, I get you. Although I I still think you're sorry. If I'm flash. sorry if you, you you brought up the hater. Hater <laughs> came out. It's okay. It's it's fine. It's, it's it's fine. I'm sure there are many of our listeners who agree with you. No, I mean I you know because you guys keep talking about the Flash, so I kind of want to watch it, but that would also require me to actually watch it. Yes. So, so I have one more piece of catch up actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead. Anyone? Yep. See? The, yep, you've got your you've got your audience. <laughs> cool, there we go. Oh my gosh! And that then episode. I'll be the hater. And I'll be in the car. <laughs> the Getting a gun. Jeez, <laughs> you're clearly one of the defective. So, uh, so I only watched the. We've only had the premiere so far, right? Yeah, just the first uh, new. Uh, yeah, that was bananas. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Holy crap! That one scene where like that walker like squished through the semi. That was one of my favorite oh! zombies of all time. Yeah. Oh my gosh! That yeah, sounds cool. I actually watched a little like short with Greg Nicotero about that. Really? How he made that zombie because it was so gross. Yeah, it had to be like I, I. There's no way there was an actor or anything involved in that. Oh, there was a guy in a suit. Really? Oh yeah, that was a dude in a suit. They, so there's what? So there's the for you uninformed. For us uninformed. There's folk. two trucks backed up, sort of uh, at a ninety degree angle, and the zombie squeezes through the two trucks. But his whole torso, the front of his torso gets snagged and just peels off. And so it's like it's like Ugh. the whole torso is peeling off the zombie as he's squeezing through this narrow passage. Ugh. And just well, entrails start pouring out. And it's, oh, it's glorious, and glorious, like, glorious. In the backdrop, there's like thousands of walkers trapped also by these semis. Yeah. 
Oh, oh it was brilliant. Oh. Holy crap. Yep. So awesome. <laughs> well, no. I think, guys, I think it's time to uh, to get somewhere, you know, a little a little deeper than where we're at right now. A little, a little bluer. bluer. A little bluer. I think it's time that we uh, that we put on some hats that are uh, analogous of, of of shark fins. I think that's a good idea. I think it's time that we jump into the review. <laughs> Seriously, one of my favorite things of all time on this podcast is just letting Jason do stuff yeah. like that <laughs> and letting him keep going. Review. <laughs> You not joining in at all. Yeah. So this yeah. is what radio stations were like in the thing. No, then I'd be punching. Yeah, you ham. gotta you gotta punch him ham. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> shake some chains around. <laughs> gotta ham it up. You gotta get a big piece of sheet metal and shake it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's a spooky thunderstorm. Ooh. Our movie this week, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. so happy. <laughs> Matt. Yes. You pitched this movie. Uh, I did pitch this you movie. You brought this upon us. I, I was so so <laughs> so happy to bring upon you the joy of Deep Blue Sea. So well, let's let's have you start out with your, your thoughts on the film. Well, uh the cinematic experience of Deep Blue Sea <laughs> uh was one for the ages up there with Gone with the Wind, Casablanca. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Absolutely. I think, in fact, I think this may possibly be the best shark movie ever. Oh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Definitely. So Way better than Jaws. Way better than Jaws. In yeah. fact, I mean, and that, that opinion's been echoed. It has. By people. Um, you know, I, 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 now that you say that, I'm sort of on the fence because... While 1998's Deep Blue Sea did set a world record for shark movie marathon mi- milestones, we just had the new Sharknado. <laughs> we did, we did. That, that is true. And Sharknado definitely took sharks to a whole new level. That, that's very Absolutely. true. And, so, if, and if we judge movies by who's taking it to the next level, Sharknado is going oh, to win. Oh, Sharknado. Sharknado. Not said. Sharknado 2. It's probably better than the first one. What was the tagline for Sharknado 2? I don't know. It was something ridiculous. More, anyway. more airborne sharks. <laughs> There's a third one, isn't there? I think they're making a third, yeah. Where Guys, it's called Top Shark. So I want to I wanna, <laughs> I wanna give us a little bit of flavor of the uh, critical reception, or I guess not even just critics. Let's, let's talk about the, the fans, the people who are consuming this movie, buying it at home. The real fans. The real fans, the ones that are buying the, the home video. Um... I want to read a review here by uh, Will Potter on Earth? Amazon.com. Earth? Yeah, Earth? two Fs at the end. Potorf. 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 Will here gave it five stars. Five-star review for this, uh, this amazing movie. As it deserves. <clears throat> yeah. Headline, nice try, Jaws. Oh. Oh. Right? Snap. Snap. Snip, take that, snap. Spielberg. Yeah, take that. Oh my gosh, these sharks are smart as smart dogs. <laughs> I like Tom Jane, and I like rap songs about sharks. This movie has it all. It really does. It really does. If you're looking for sharks that are as smart as smart dogs, and... Which, who isn't? I who know isn't? I am always looking yeah. for Wait, that. How do you... S- smart dogs. <laughs> Let's define smart dogs. Um, uh, copper. copper. 
He's a smart dog. <laughs> He's like, wait, five people summoned me at once. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. Well, there's only four people here, Jason. Well, I don't math. Um, there's a ghost. Ghost. Here's another one. The headline's just deep blue sea because this person's not creative. I find this movie. This is by Steve F. You, you all know Steve F. Of course. Um, five stars. I find this movie a hoot, and it seems so do the director and actors. Nicely paced with plenty of action and a nod towards the godfather of these films, Jaws. I like how he compared the film to another film that is comparing another film. Yeah. The godfather of these films, Jaws. Um, Samuel L. Jackson encouragement speech followed by an unsuspected reaction is worth the price of admission. That was an amazing speech. That was an amazing speech. Yeah, I'm just, it it kind of got cut short, though. It, yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. It did. He, could, he definitely could have said more. Oh, yeah. That reaction. Just immediately. <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, exactly what the speech elicited. <laughs> I like this review because it doesn't feel like this person actually thought about what they thought about the movie before they wrote the review. Headline, as far as sharks mo- shark movies go, this one is ellipsis. The body as far as shark movies go, this one is the most watchable I've seen. Actors are okay. Storyline is okay. Three stars. This movie's super okay. It's, yeah. It's okay. It's the okay. actors are okay. The most watchable shark movie she's seen, though. That's the part that, that brings question to me. Really? The most watchable. Wow. Three stars. Most watchable shark movie. So Carly has an interesting opinion there. Um, <laughs> I ha- this is from Paul H. Fackler. I had this on VHS, and I thought it rather stupid at the time, but when I saw a cheap DVD offered, I bought it and was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, why not? Why not? Not Oscar-worthy, but better than I remembered. Video and audio quality were good. Now, just one last. Excellent shark movie. Written by L'Oreal. All-time favorite shark movie. I wish they would make more of them. Jaws is a classic, but this is great for special effects! Exclamation point. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws, Jaws is good. Jaws is great, guys, but come on. Special effects. But as far as the special effects yeah. goes. Yeah. Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea Deep all blue the sea. way. Easy. I, okay, I lied when I said I had one. I have one more. Just one final review, and then we can move on. <clears throat> this is by Sandy Slayton! Whoa, And I'm saying this because it's all caps. Uh. Okay. Well acted, LL Cool J will steal your attention. Samuel L. Jackson is a great actor, even when he not playing a focal point of the movie. (laughs) Keeps your attention from start to finish. Great direction through and through. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she did spell through with U's. (laughs) T-H-R-U. She was watching it at McDonald's while she worked. (laughs) She didn't know how to uncaps lock herself. Didn't she also spell... A focal as one word. Yep. Yeah, absolutely she did. A focal. <laughs> a focal. A focal. It's like a bifocal, but just one. Just a focal. <laughs> so not a bifocal. So as you can see, guys, the critical reception of this movie. Yeah. Fantastic. People love it. Uh, I wouldn't consider that critical. <laughs> that That's fans. <laughs> okay, so... In all seriousness, getting into the movie here, what do you guys think the plot of the movie was? I think it was just a major, like, hour and 45-minute commercial for floppy disks. <laughs> Pretty sure that was the whole plot. Whoa. Okay. Critical review. Roger Ebert. 
Yes. What did Roger Ebert have to say about this film? Enlighten me. Well, I'm just Please. seeing if you guys can uh, can guess. Um, a spectacle for the ages. A a tour de force of of <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I imagine he worked at Disney and he was all like pitching like Marvel Phase Three. What did, what did he what? say? Uh, this movie is a skillful thriller directed by Rennie Harlan and assembles a neat package of terror, sharks, and special effects. Well, I mean, look. After slogging through the predictability of countless would-be action thrillers, oh, I admired the sheer professionalism of this one, which doesn't transcend its genre, but at least honors it. <laughs> what is it? Genre exactly. Three, no. three out of four stars. Guys, look. We are, are we just idiots? Are we like are we just like a bunch of bozos who a bunch of bozo ding dongs who are just like <laughs> bunch, of okay. smotty pants? bunch of smotty pants? Bunch of smotty pants. <laughs> so I mean look, let's 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 look at who we're dealing with in terms of our, our director here, Rennie Harlan. I mean, guys, this is the same legendary director that brought us the Legend of Hercules, John Cena's Twelve Rounds, uh, uh, A Long Kiss Goodnight, um, Die Hard Two, Die Hard Two, Die Harder, Die Harder, man, Die Harder. I mean, you know, it's it's all there, man. I mean, Cutthroat Island, oh, brilliant, driven, oh, fantastic. Just, I mean, this guy, this guy's a list. Oh yeah, the gold, gold, gold star clad. It was, Oscar worthy. Uh, it was definitely gold star with how much money this stupid movie make. How much money did this make? I'm looking it up right now. That is that is surprising to me how successful it is. All right, the budget on this film was sixty million dollars. Okay, the budget was sixty million, which Not seems bad. totally crazy to me. That is that's a I mean at the time that was actually that was a really high budget. Now sixty million is not so high budget, but right. that is that's decently high budget um, for then. What's the what's the gross? Ninety one million. Actually, that's not a much. That's not that much. Wait, it, how do I? It made its money back. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong. Go to box office mojo. Is that better than IMDb? For sure. Um, go to box office mojo. We'll we'll have the update on that. But so, update on that coming soon. So coming soon. So <laughs> here's what I could piece together on what the plot was of this movie, and tell me if you feel like I'm right or wrong. <clears throat> we have our uh, uh, character played by um, what's her face that was ambiguously British. Um, didn't know what she was. Yeah, uh, uh, Saffron. Yes, <laughs> Saffron Burroughs played Doctor Susan McAllister. Susan McAllister has a grandpa who has Alzheimer's or a dad. Her dad has Alzheimer's, probably. I don't even remember. Grandpa that. or a dad had Alzheimer's, and she. Really, you know, she. There's even a scene where she talks about, you know, every time he wakes up and asks where my mom, my mom was, I have to go through the pain of telling him that she's dead. And like, from like, in my head, I'm like, why do you keep telling him that she's dead? Yeah, he has Alzheimer's. Just tell him, she, oh, she's at the store. Yeah, you dick. Like that is a dick move. Right off the bat, I'm like, this person sucks. Yeah. Like if he just keeps waking up and you keep making him cry, you're a dick. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that you keep repeating that, but that's your problem, not his. Anyway, so she's she's been very affected by this this Alzheimer's thing, so she wants to find a cure. She really wants to find a cure. Wait, so they, you actually picked up that much from watching the movie? Yeah. 
I did. I mean, I did extra reading and research. You on read, that. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, because I couldn't. I couldn't glean that from the movie. With the amount of riffing we were doing over it, it was pretty hard to pay attention. To it definitely was. was. <laughs> it really, really was. No, I, I went back and like looked up things and took notes. And I, there's actually some weird facts about this movie that will blow your mind. Well, here previously on what was the total gross of this film? Yes. That was my news news noise. So yeah, budget was sixty mil. Lifetime worldwide gross one hundred and sixty four million, almost one hundred and sixty five million. Wow, that's impressive. Yep, that's impressive for a movie so bad. Huh? Wow. You know what's surprising to me is you look at all the reviews and people give it. I mean, I know we were joking about those user reviews, but yeah, I mean, generally reviews are positive. Which is just what's the Rotten Tomatoes score? Oh, let's check that out. All right. Previously on Rotten Tomatoes. And we'll have an update for you in a bit with Rotten Tomatoes, Matt. Um, More on that later. Back to you, Jay. With Deepest Blue. um, Or Deepest Bluest. Um, Do you think Rotten Tomatoes is the best way to... I I mean, I think it's a good way to gauge, like, the general reaction to a film. As it's user-produced, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... But uh, so anyway, so she starts doing the experiments on sharks, right, to cure Alzheimer's. Um, but their brains, the brain tissue, is too small in the sharks. They, they they can't, you know. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Tweezers? No, you can't. I mean, you can't use tweezers. It's too small. They can't produce any effective results. So fifty six percent, fifty six percent. So that's down the middle, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's surprising, actually. It's very surprising. <laughs> Well, if their brain tissue is so small, why the heck go for sharks in the first place? So, I mean, you might ask that, Josh, but... <laughs> Uninformed but, opinion. But, here. I mean... I'm not the deepest, bluest person. You, yeah, you're not, yeah. A, you're not yeah. a scientist like <laughs> Dr. Susan McAllister is. Yeah, come opinion. on, man. Get deeper, bluer. <laughs> so they decide, yeah, let's just increase... Just make their brains bigger. Let's just pump them full of brain growth juice and make their brains bigger. But what they didn't plan for is that when they increase the size of the brain by four times... The sharks get smarter. What? I was oh really hoping God. for Cronenberg sharks. I know. That'd be awesome. Uh, Just that would have been so cool. Rick and Morty style. Um, <laughs> Is your Morty insured? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> quick aside. Because I watched the last episode of season one of Rick and Morty. It is the best. It is incredible. Yeah. The Intergal- Intergalactic Council of Ricks. So good. <laughs> It's so good. I, you have no idea how much fun I had watching that That's episode. That's one of the best shows on TV right now. So good. Oh, anyway. Moving on to season two. <laughs> you guys need to watch Rick and Morty. Oh, I've been watching it. I just, yeah. I'm not done. You're not done. Have you not watched the Intergalactic Council of Ricks? No. <gasps> it's the greatest thing of all time. It literally is. It's so <laughs> weird and, oh my gosh. It's, it's almost as good as the episode where, did you get to the episode where a certain character dies and then has to take the place in their other life? No. Just keep watching. Just keep watching. Okay. Um, anyway, oh Deepest Bluest. So good. Anyway, Deepest Bluest. So, so then the sharks, they get smart because their brains increase in size. So obviously they get a lot smarter. And they're... They, not only do they get a lot smarter, they get bigger, smarter, faster, meaner. This is very Hashtag true. tagline of the Hashtag. movie. Yes. <laughs> Deepest Bluest. Yeah, Deepest Bluest. Actually, so, that's, that's the biggest problem I have with the, with the film. I mean, beyond like this ridiculous science is the fact that you're increasing the bank brain capacity of a shark, yeah, and somehow increase the ability for sharks to do things that are not physically a- sharks are not physically able to do, like bite through, <laughs> sh- like like burst through titanium fences yeah. or 
you know, whatever. Well, and that's the thing. So, so dumb. Their entire end goal was to break down that fence and get out, right? Yeah. In the most complicated way possible. Exactly. If these sharks, so these sharks are smart enough to, to know, oh, yeah, I'm going to attack the shit out of this building and blow it up so that the entire thing lowers and we can get over the fence. What? Why, don't you Why just didn't they just bite their way out? Bite of? their way through the fucking fence. Which is and eventually what they came to do anyway. It's a chain link fence. And there is no animal. Well, let me not say that. There's no smart dog that's smart enough to create a sequence of events for an end goal. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's limited to like crows People and monkeys, some apes, and, you know, maybe octopus. Hashtag animal facts with Matt. Yeah. That's actually my favorite segment of our show. Um, oh, hey, you know what? <laughs> yes. I never answered my animal facts t- question from, like, five episodes ago. Oh, really? Okay, answer, please. The, Cliffhangers. Which is the closest living relative to an elephant? Oh, yes. Tell me. It's a hyrax. What is that? It's a rock hyrax. They're little, uh, they look like, kind of like koala. Elephants? No, they don't look like elephants at all. Oh, good. It's a trick question. They're adopted. They're adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Their parents don't even love them. Um, (laughs) It's a reference to a movie. That's not my actual feelings about adoption. I'm sure everybody was waiting on the seat of their pants. I'm sure they were. When is Matt going to answer this question? This is driving me crazy. Our listenership's probably going to drop off. I'm not going to Google it. How dare I Google it? They found out. They found the answer. Um, Okay. okay. See you guys later. So that's the plot. (laughs) I want to talk about the character deaths. I let's walk through because I, I want to see what your favorite character death is. Oh, my favorite character death was definitely uh, the guy from Thor, still in Sarsgard. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, first he's gonna get his arm bitten off <laughs> because he's a nasty smoker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And what the hell? What was that love story between him and the other girl? I have no idea. The one that was not explained at all and just shown in the like one a, who was yeah. really disappointed yeah, in him lighting up a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, the look on her face was amazing. It was uh, incredible. But then not only that, not only, okay, so they chop his arm off, which is fantastic. <laughs> and then especially because you could see his arm flailing around inside of his shirt. Yeah. As he's like falling Oh, around. yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was so good. And his white shirt, so you could see the arm anyway. Yeah. And then, and then so they're like, okay, let's, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll perform, what do they call it, triage and <laughs> get him stable. And put an oxygen mask on him. And, like, mount him with, a, like, an underwater working oxygen mask. Where are the other oxygen masks? <laughs> they the rest, can't just have one. For the rest of the movie? Yeah, yes. seriously. Anyway, so, yeah. Then they call the Coast Guard, which magically shows up within minutes. <laughs> right? Like, how far offshore are they? In a storm. Yeah. In a storm. They, they what are they, like, like, four minutes? 16 seconds away. They're just, like, right there. Where is everyone else? They're on the party boat. Yeah, you remember the party boat? But I mean, like, why is there no other help? Like, the, the Coast Guard gets there in four minutes to pick up Stellan Sarsgaard. Where are the other helicopters nope, to save their one. lives? <laughs> what? Because it, so then, okay, so like, we're, we get his death so gloriously elaborate, we have to keep going with it. So they get, <laughs> yes. him, they, they, they get him outside. It's Superstorm 9000, which, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Uh, they lock him into the chopper. Chopper takes off. The winch fails. Yeah. And so, Which, of course, as soon as you see that winch, yeah. you're like, yeah, this, this is going to fail. Yeah. Obviously. Right. So, what is it? Locks up. So then they try to fix it and it, un- it unravels. Yeah. 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 I, and dr- I, uh, some ma- somehow it unravels. Yeah. I did not, there was nothing to indicate why it failed. No. And then they drops him into the shark tank. <laughs> and, and instead of like the chopper, th- you know, going up, 
which and choppers just are flying away. Yeah, flying away. Just fly away. <laughs> nope. No. We're gonna like just sit there and wait, <laughs> and watch it unravel, and wait for the reverse fishing so the shark can catch a chopper. Just let that guy sit there in the water. And, <laughs> and then the stupid shark's got enough strength to pull the chopper through, like, riveted steel... Yeah. Metal grating, yeah, like, support ca- catwalks and... and stuff. Like, that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, and, and, and that cord, not only the helicopter, but the cord just rips through these decks. Oh, yeah, and, like, so, and so, the, like so assuming that the sharks, the entire time, were trying to... Escape. Escape. Why didn't he use that? No. How would the sharks know what a helicopter is? <laughs> and the fact that if they cut this guy's arm, if this if this shark bites this guy's arm off, they're going to put him in a helicopter. Yeah, that helicopter's winch is going to fail. They are like the precognitive sharks. It's like, yeah, of course, Minority Report, the the shark version, <laughs> oh, Minority yes. Shark Port. So that's shark, what they were doing with the sharks. It wasn't Alzheimer's. It was precognition. Mm, it, Alzheimer's was just a cover for well, it. Alzheimer's okay. was a cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that this makes is, sense. This is the prequel to Minority so, Report. Following that shark death. Oh yeah, wait, no, we're not done yet. Yeah. So he, so he, yeah, so they, so he, the, the, the helicopter crashes. It blows up the whole damn thing. <laughs> forever. Which forever. Holy shit! Like yeah. five minutes of explosions. Yeah. With some fireworks thrown in there. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Was awesome. Like which, which kills another person. It kills. Oh, it kills, kills the lady. The lady in the tower. Yeah, it kills the lady in the tower. Oh that's yeah, right. the crazy dancing tower lady that's super yeah. lonely. Yeah, she can. Well, she she no longer can she see clearly now that the rain is gone <laughs> because it has come and it has killed her. Uh, uh, yeah, she was my favorite. Then person. the sharks pick up Skarsgård's dead body or not dead body is no, living body because he's got the breathing apparatus. And then yeah, what are they? And then they, they then they throw him, throw him into the, through the window. window into the window. Now I'm going to pause you guys here. So, you know how they fling Stellan Skarsgård into that window and, and all the water comes through? And, and then they just stand they there? Drown, they just stand there and stuff? Yeah. That actually happened. They almost killed the actors. That was an accident. Wait, what do you mean? What was an accident? When they're sitting in there and the water comes flooding through for that stunt, it wasn't supposed to happen. They accidentally dumped three tons of, waters on the ca- of water on the cast, and that was their actual reaction to having an entire three-ton tank of water rushing into their room. What, them running off? Them just like, <laughs> like stumbling around and like being like freaked out. They almost got killed in this movie because they weren't stunt doubles. You're looking at them, you're like, oh, that's Thomas Jane's face because that was actually Thomas Jane oh slipping God. and running around from death. That's crazy. <laughs> they almost killed them. So, so that accident of him sliding on the floor, the director was probably like, "You're, I, you're this is a recurring super thing. Super yeah. good at sliding on the floor." I want you to do yes. that like three not, more times. He could not yeah. stay on his feet. Look, man, I know, like, like I know, I know, almost killed you and all, but like, I need you to do that like, <laughs> nine more times in the movie. Trust me, bro. I directed Die Hard too. I know what I'm doing. Can <laughs> <laughs> see Legend of Hercules? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But now, that like, guy knew how to fall. <laughs> yeah, that guy could fall, for sure. <laughs> not being Achilles, he sure had his heel. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, Greek joke. <laughs> but, like, so, not only that, but then I want to talk about some of the crazy things. So, when we were watching this movie, I made the comment, like, that seemed like a, a voiceover, right? You know, when she's yeah. talking that one time, that seemed, that's because it was. Nearly the entire movie was dubbed over. Want to know why the entire movie was dubbed over? Because some stupid guy. They had a cricket infestation on set. <laughs> yeah. They had the entire movie, the original sound, is just filled with crickets. That would have made a better movie. It would have. <laughs> <Right? laughs> so would have. Why didn't they just integrate that in the plot? Like, and these damn crickets, too. 
They're getting smarter too, smarty pants crickets. <laughs> First it was the crickets, and now it's the sharks. Everyone's getting two smarty pants for me around here. Goddamn yeah. Moses cat came on board. <laughs> so I think, honestly, though, I, so I loved Stellan Skarsgård's death. But what about the blonde girl? She was, uh, oh, when she got eaten out by the shark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally eaten out by the shark. Yeah, and it just looked like a big menstrual flow. Yeah, because <laughs> both of her legs were just like outside the shark's yeah. mouth. And then just, what the hell? As she was like propelled on top of the water. Like, that was so weird. Yeah, that was gross. So I, I really think in this movie, Saffron Burrows is the fucking villain. Like, she's just a dick. She is. Because like, first of all, it doesn't seem like anyone wanted to be there at all. Right. Yeah. Like they were all like every time it was like, oh, what in God's creation is like, not God, our creation and like all that weird stuff where they're like, they hate the fact that they did this. Like, so yeah. why are you doing this? Saffron Burroughs, she made him. And then our savior, our hero of this movie. Deepest bluest. Deepest bluest. Hello, Cool J. <laughs> And his Bible quotes. And his Bible. What? Who is he? Just nonstop Bible yeah. quotes. I think, I think he was like watching Pulp Fiction before he came on set that day. <laughs> and he was all like, I'm going to integrate Samuel Jackson. So I know you did, though. But like, I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep your spirit, bro. Because, well, originally Sam Jackson, I think, auditioned for LL Cool J's. Or like originally they wanted Sam Jackson for LL Cool J's part. And he was like, nah. Nah. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I want to get eaten by a shark. So maybe, yeah. Maybe. Holy crap! You want to? Oh, sorry. Go, sorry. go. You're talking. We're talking about Saffron Burrows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was also a Marvel movie character. She was Victoria Hand in Agents of Shield. That's why I don't like her. Oh. The show. oh. She was the Hydra person. Oh yeah. Hail sharks and Hydra. Was. That's interesting okay. and really quick. Um, still in Sars or Skarsgård. His name is Jim Whitlock in this movie. He's supposed to be like American as hell. Still in Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, I'm from America. I'm Michigan. Well, that's not even the best, like, character placement. There's that one Philadelphian dude Mm -hmm. who, like, Mm -hmm. forgets that he's Philadelphian Mm -hmm. half the time. Like, I get that they had dubbed it over, but it seems like he would have had even more ability to be all like, oh, yeah, I'm Philadelphia. This is my character reference. The Yeah. Yeah. He could have made it a lot. Every line Better. started out like, hey, guys, these sharks are really getting out of hand, and I'm getting really fucking sick of it, guys. Like, just is really just, yeah. yeah. It's very distracting. The yeah. actor, Michael Rappaport. Um, take a guess at what his character's name was. Please tell me it was Vinny. Uh, Jay. <laughs> it was, I wish it was Jay. It's a baby fucking wheel, Jay. Jay, look at the wheel. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Jay? Jay. <laughs> Jay, it's a baby. We gotta help it, Jay. <laughs> His character's name is Tom Scoggins. What the hell? What? So this seems like an oddly like I don't know. That's, that's a weird name. Anyway, did, like, did it not feel like he had no purpose? Like on that ship, he really had no role there. He was just kind of like the "we're gonna throw him in" guy. Well, yeah. Like, did you did you guys ever see Galaxy Quest when they make fun of Star yes. Trek? So good. Yeah. So remember that uh, that blonde lady in the red jumpsuit? Mm-hmm. Like, they make fun of all the female like oh yeah cliches. It was he was like that character in this yeah. movie. We're gonna I make fun of East Coast I have cliches. One job on this yeah, lousy ship. Exactly. <laughs> it's stupid, but I'm gonna do it. I like every time he talked. I felt like he should be staring straight at the camera. 
and just like looking straight at us and being like, what she means when she's saying this is that we're gonna we're gonna experiment on the brains and they're gonna get bigger. Well, he like did like odd jobs there yeah. too. He did everything. He was like doing like the weird like pipe work, and yeah, then, then all of a sudden do, he's like, on the computer. Need, like science, some shit. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. Well, who are you, goatee guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you in your goatee? Yeah. I earned this goatee. <laughs> I just, I loved, I, I, I think he really was just there to be like, okay, guys, this is getting, it's getting really smart for all these people watching the movie. So we need a guy that's relatable, that can say things and make things make more sense because this is so much science in this movie. All right, fine. Uh, yeah. Michael Rappaport is, he, is Tom Scoggins. He's the question guy yeah. that asks questions. And everybody Wait, hold up there, smarty pants. You mean these sharks are trying to kill us? Well, that was the best part is, like, he would ask a question, and then, like, the guy who played the Punisher or the other lady. Well, this was a prequel to the Punisher, little known fact. It yeah. was, yeah. Keep going, yeah. That's where he got his training. Yeah. He would ask a question to these characters. They would, like, make some, like, oh, well, this isn't God's creation comment, and then he would, like, be able to, like, answer their question all of a sudden, which is related to his question. Um, For example, there's a scene where they're trying to escape, and it's like... um, how much time do we have left? And that's what he asked this one guy. And he's like, I oh, don't know, but we're going to drown soon. Well, you see, we actually have this much time. And, you know, the concrete's going to give out at this much pressure. And if we go through this hallway, it's actually going to explode. And it's, why'd you even ask the question then, man? <laughs> what are you doing on this boat? Yeah. <laughs> did, no you just, like, look at, did you just look at MIT and just be like, nah. <laughs> Shacks with freaking lasers. And then, okay, that's the other thing, too. When Thomas Jane is, like, originally above the water and they see the shark and they're like, they say something about the license plate being in his mouth, right? Yeah. And then they just let him go back in the water. Yeah, then they just dump him back in there. So that Thomas Jane can then chase him down and wrestle with him to pull the license plate. What was that? Like, what? I have no answer to that. Who wrote this movie? It's Jane time. It's just like, there's, there's so many weird things. I... I can't fathom like how many just stupid, stupid things. Like, and there's there's if you look at like on you know how IMDb has like that goofs page or whatever where they list all the weird things that are wrong with this, like all the random things that they screwed up on. Um, this page is insanely long. <laughs> it is insane. Like, there's so many just like weird things of like they just didn't track who was where and like how much of somebody's arm was cut off and like weird things of like like factual errors all over the place like um let's see here i'll just read one random one uh oh okay after susan electrocutes the shark while in her underwear she looks at the research date that has been destroyed by the electricity it has been burned and shows carbon stains as if it had been um in a fire this could not have happened while in the water and the data probably would not have been damaged at all from an electric charge in the water things like that just a lot of just science just doesn't make any sense um, let's see. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, I don't know. Anyway, there's like literally a million goofs in this movie. Well, like that one scene where they're talking about the pressure difference of like the submarine bay area. And they're all like, if we open this door, it might be doing like, it might destroy the whole place. And oh, bring it all yeah. down. Then they open it up and it does exactly that, which should have like popped their eardrums. Right, Matt? Sorry, say again. <laughs> Popping their eardrums, the pressure from the elevator shaft. Yeah, if you change, if you dramatically change pressure that much, it's going to blow your eardrums or cause more or cause other issues. Like pop an eyeball or something. They probably wouldn't pop an eyeball, but dang it. So, I think the director, Please. by the way, of this movie kind of had a foot fetish. 
Like, did you guys notice how many times there was just a shot of people's feet? There were a lot of feet shots. Well, Thomas Jane wore his awesome sandals. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those, weren't, those weren't sandals. Those were combat boots for no well, particular well, he, reason. He had sandals and then yeah. he, he had a couple uh, of wardrobes. When uh, he had to swim, he He's had styling. combat. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. But then when he wasn't yeah. swimming, he was wearing like a lycra. What was he wearing suit? when he was slipping around? Yeah. The, he was wearing his cat suit. His cat suit? Oh, yeah. okay. His pre Punisher suit. Yeah. I got, yeah, it was like pro, proto Punisher suit. Yeah. Because we all know that the sharks killed his family. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what sparked. That's what sparked him to be the Punisher yeah. and punish sharks for their crimes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, ah, oh, I can't get out in the ocean too much. I don't know how to swim very well, so I'm going to take it out on lone sharks instead. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, sort of connective tissue. Uh, Marvel's going to be contacting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think though, and and I don't know what your guys' favorite scenes were, but my favorite scene in this entire movie. Was the opening party scene? <laughs> so good. It was so bad. The opening lines of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Set the scene <clears> for <throat> us. <clears throat> so they're they're you know you've got these four kids, these four youths. They're 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 having a good time like youths have. They're on this this boat with like two in the middle of the ocean with like two bottles of red wine, just getting getting wild, getting crazy, and then. Uh, um, the boat kind of you know shakes around or whatever. And these two, this girl and this guy that are that are you know kissing on each other and having a good romantic time. The girl's like, "Did you feel something?" And the guy goes, "I feel something." The next line right after that is, "We're having a party." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Damn is that? I just anyway, I love that. And then just the whole the whole the whole scene, and then Thomas Jane coming to save the day. It's just it's. Glorious opening scene. If there's any way to establish a movie, that's it. Yeah. Well, my favorite scene is where LL Cool J um, is. It's right after when the the uh, facility starts to blow up because of the massive nuclear helicopter that uh, apparently dropped its atom bomb on top of the facility while you know bringing a firestorm of shark tornadoes. <laughs> Just that explosion was ridiculous. But right after that scene, Cool J is. Um, in need of some inebriating himself, and reaches for some uh, white wine vinegar. <laughs> and he drinks half of this, like, eight-ounce bottle. And is plastered, <laughs> super drunk, talking to his, his literal parrot. He has a sidekick parrot. I think that parrot might have been a figment of his imagination, by the way. Nobody else ever looks to or refers, or looks at or refers to that parrot in the entire movie. I think that's all That's true. how drunk he got. Yeah. Its name was Rosebud. <laughs> Rosebud. Uh, Preacher, by the way, LL Cool J, knows Einstein's theory of relativity really well. Did you, you guys heard the explanation, right? Yeah. I'm just going to give you a little recap. <clears throat> Einstein's theory of relativity. Grab hold of a hot pan. Second can seem like an hour. Put your hands on a hot woman and an hour can seem like a second. That's all relative. And then Tom Scoggins, Tom Scoggins comes in. I spent four years at Caltech. That's the best physics explanation I've ever heard. Just, <laughs> that's relativity, guys. So yeah. wait, he spent four years at Caltech and he calls people smarty pants? Smarty pants, yeah. Four years at Caltech. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Ooh, I'm dumb. Brothers never make it out of situations like this. Not ever. That's, that's another line from Ella Cole J. It's like he knew he was in a horror movie. Yeah, I know. He just gave up. It's like, ah, I see, I see the fourth wall here, guys. I know what happens. 
I but live? Then, All right, I guess I'll kill the shark. Props to them, though. LL Cool J. He became the hero. He, he didn't did. think he'd make it out, but... Deepest bluest. Deepest bluest. <laughs> I was half expecting, like... These days, like, video games have, like, these surprise, like, dance endings. I was half expecting, like, that to happen at the end of this show. So, like, everybody just pops back up, like, we're okay. And then they start, like, boogieing with all the people that come back on the boat. <laughs> yeah, and then it's suddenly, I can see clearly <laughs> now the rain is gone. Oh, missed opportunity. Seriously. Although, <laughs> they did not miss the opportunity to have Ella Cool J rap in the movie. Like, not just the end credits. He win. When he starts talking about that Bible verse. Do you remember that? When, yeah, when they're, that was a little weird. He, like, started, like, rapping this Bible verse. Yeah. When they're in the, like... When he's, like, uh, trying elevator? to escape. Yeah, when he's about to die or whatever the hell. He's just, like... Yeah. Like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow, like, whatever. Like, it just, like, turns into this weird, like, aggressive rap. You're he's like, like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at myself and realize there's nothing left. Because <laughs> I've been having a blast in so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Points yep. if you know that song. I, I, I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't know it. Amish Paradise? Well, not Amish. Gangsta's Paradise. Gangsta's I Paradise. I Amish Paradise. <laughs> Coolio. <laughs> Coolio. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did you guys have any other favorite scenes or things that you noticed that you wanted to talk about? Uh, the stove. The stove. Oh, Cool J and the stove and the shark <laughs> turns the stove on and then he's got his axe and he's hacking away. Well, what I didn't realize is that this turned into Hansel and Gretel all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Get him yeah. the stove. Shark was just trying to eat some people, man. You know? Yeah. Gotta warm him up first. You don't want to eat people raw. No. That's how intelligent want no he really sushi was. sushi people. He wanted yeah. his people cooked. That's what he was going for the shark. He was like, I realize what like human taste could really be. Where's that soy sauce? Where's that white wine? You drank the white wine vinegar? You nasty. Yeah, well, but and then he would He drank it, though, when he cooks. Really yeah. Good. yeah. When you cook it, it'll start to... That's what the stuff marinate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. marinate, yeah. yeah. Holy crap, that shark just got so much smarter. Way smarter. Mind. He's like, oh, this guy's an alcoholic for sure. If I drive him insane enough and wait to kill him, he's going to start drinking... Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. And then I that get me a gourmet agenda. meal. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get gourmet LL Cool J. I didn't get any of that shark you guys dropped in earlier, so I'm gonna get this people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hungry, guys. I don't want to escape yet. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta eat this guy first, and, and then we can get out. <laughs> oh man! And I, I just because for whatever reason, people are talking about how great the special effects are. I want to point out really quick how terrible the special effects are so in this movie. Bad. So <laughs> I mean, you know, you do have to do some sort of, you know, dating because it was 98, I guess 99. So. But even at that, the like, Matrix was out of that. The point. year after was Lord of the Rings. And the year before was the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe that it's moot. That's it, they're, they're terrible. It's a moo point. Mm. <laughs> it's moot. These aren't cows, Jason. Jeez, calm down. <laughs> but yeah. These tiger sharks that are over-tigerized. <laughs> oh, holy crap, oh, yeah. yeah. Those tiger sharks, man. Those looked like tigers. <laughs> like, I think I don't think they understood the concept of what a tiger shark actually is. <laughs> they were mako sharks. No, were the they f- mako sharks? Yeah, yeah they were There was Makos. a different one, though. It was a targo. Tar- tiger. Targo? Targo. It was a targo, <laughs> targo shark. shark. <laughs> Directed by Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the little target thing, like, spot the target dog. <laughs> Sharks that, brought to you by Target. That should be their. That should be their new uh, mascot. Their new mascot. Yeah. Deep Screw that dog. Savings. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, do we uh, do we have any any other words for this movie? Oh, I have one. Okay. So in that final scene when they're getting ready to kill like the big Papa Shark or whatever, <laughs> and the the uh, the Sigourney Weaver of the movie. I say this because she, like she stripped down naked for no apparent reason. 
Yeah. Just to oh, show off. Yeah, the villain. Was, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, and, and then she, then she's all like, oh, I have to lure the shark back or else it's going to get out of the cage. All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair reasoning. So she cuts open her hand and then jumps in the water. Now, all right, that's horrible idea. But then, like, the CGI <laughs> of when the shark turns around, comes back at her, oh, and then yeah. stops on a dime. Like, I don't know shark physics, but you said that uh, no, they, they have no. to, like, be moving through the water to breathe. Mm-hmm. So the, the shark's holding his breath in anticipation. It's funny how many things they got right and then didn't get right in the oh, same totally. movie. Like, <laughs> and so then the shark is waiting for uh, the Punisher to jump into the water to As save this girl, and then he snaps the girl up, turns around, and like does like a trick with her, like to whip her into his mouth. Or <laughs> she does like an aerial like skateboard appears, like whoa, and then she goes straight down his throat. <laughs> and she's like that CGI. I was like, really. Bad, yeah. It was a choreographed fight scene right there. It was really bad. Well, I like that, yeah, after she does that, then Thomas Jane does the exact same yeah. thing. I know. Yeah. What are you thinking, where Punisher? She, where she got stuck, he yeah. does this. It's like, oh, I'm a man, so I could get out of this a lot easier. She just didn't do it right. Oh, shit. I was wrong. Oh, fuck. I was, I, I fucked that up, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so she was going I'm really to sorry. Damn it. Ugh. Let's. This movie then, was a thing. And then Philly's death scene was also horrible. Oh, yeah, Tom Scoggins. Yeah, fixes the generator for no reason that they never ring up again. And then, like, he gets, like, surprise, sharked. <laughs> you got sharked. <laughs> oh, this smarty pants shark. He's coming right for me. Oh, and then right before that, um, the still uneaten body, after all the sharks eating everybody else, the still uneaten body of our Norwegian-American friend, Still in Skarsgård, yeah. Still oh, just yeah. hanging out. Just sitting there. I'm not sure if he was dead yet. I assume he was, but I'm not sure. He's like the other lone survivor. Guys, I don't back. know. I really I don't know. I'm still alive. Could have been in his half-life. Ooh. I like that they gave up on him so fast, too, Radiation by the way. Joke. Yeah. Like, he was alive on the other side of that glass with an oxygen mask on. And they're like, oh, well, screw it. We're gone. We're they out. We're See almost ya. dying in that scene, also. It's true, like, though. For real. Yeah, they, yeah. they had to save themselves. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So funny. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck Stellan Skarsgård. We're out of here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thomas not. Jane's got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah. I got to get out of here and be the Punisher. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, a lot Norway of was on the said, Nazi side. Let's go. Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real yeah. punchline of the movie. <laughs> Fuck Skarsgård. Let's go. All the, all the, all the cast. Oh, come on, guys. Seriously. Fuck Skarsgård. <laughs> ah, it's good stuff. But uh, should, we, should we wrap that review on with a with a ribbon and move on to the pitches? I think so. All right. Well, let's let's give it let's give it our ratings then. <laughs> Starting over with copper. <laughs> Cover. <laughs> Glowing review. <laughs> he loved it. He absolutely loved it. <laughs> uh, I'll give a review. It was awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to if you were to go on Amazon for the DVD and, and give it a star rating. Oh, I would definitely give it five stars. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this movie is a gold mine of riffing material. That's true. Okay, we should... I don't know yeah. why we didn't have our recording material, because we, we definitely should have. We should've. should've. yeah. <laughs> we should have we recorded the shit out of that. Do a commentary. We'll do a commentary track on one of these movies someday. Maybe. Maybe we'll do this one in the future and just have it on subtitles. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Rachel. Uh, best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give... <laughs> I award it no stars. No stars. And may God have mercy on its soul. <laughs> Name that movie. Anyone? Oh, that's Billy Madison. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> All right, Josh. 
Um, I'm going to try to do a, a Conan thing again. Okay. Please do. Um, between eating humanized sushi, because it is a fish movie. Yeah. And um, I guess being able to ride a shark like a dino rider, because that looked pretty sick, James Cameron. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would give it. I would give it around a uh, M Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender. Okay. That seems appropriate. Yeah, it does. Um, does anybody know how many teeth are in a great white shark's mouth? Oh, they actually come back. Yeah, they, they're constantly growing, so there's hundreds of teeth in there. Okay, and well, out of... And it's three rows of teeth that has, like, a moving separate jaw. Out of 489 teeth in a shark's mouth, I give this movie five teeth. Uh, but how many teeth are in a uh, mako shark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be just more accurate here, Jay. Enough, enough teeth for me to lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now it's time for the pitches! Pitches. All right. Thanks for that music, DJ mouth noises. Um. <laughs> mouth and words. Well, we're on a good movie week, guys. We got to cleanse our palates from this just dreadful, awful movie and watch ourselves a nice, enjoyable, cinematic just great experience of a movie. So, let's give some pitches. Starting with Josh. Um, well, I was thinking about Cool J, and I was like, well, what other movies have rappers been in? And I was like, well, Ice-T has been in some movies, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, so, you don't want to subject yourself to that. Yeah, I was like, well, let's go with Will Smith's iRobot. iRobot. Give us, give us a little bit of the, uh, give us a little peppering of the plot for, for those of us who don't remember it. Um, it's a it's a pretty basic plot. It actually sets up a lot of like the man versus machine um, archetype mm-hmm. with um, sort of the the introduction of the idea of laws for robots with the law of robotics. Okay. And then uh, this character played by Will Smith has to detective the shit out of this in order to figure out what laws they are able to really obey. Okay. All right. Man Based on machine. the classic Isaac Asimov novel. I oh yeah, that Russian guy. Russia. Isaac Asimov is not Russian. Well, it sounds like a Russian name. I don't really know anything well, was, about the original. Yeah, books, nice but. try, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what is he then? Uh, I believe he's American. Of Russian descent? Do you just know a lot about iRobot, or was that going to be your suggestion? Matt knows a lot about pretty much everything. Uh, I've read a lot of old classic science fiction. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I've read next to none. Uh, yeah, he was American. Uh, he probably is of Russian descent. I mean... Uh, but yeah, he wrote iRobot, uh, the Foundation series, which was sort of based, sort of had elements in the iRobot world, which was also considered one of the greatest sort of sci-fi series of all time. Hmm. Interesting. Um, one of those that's deemed unfilmable that people have tried over the years to make into a movie and have thus far have, have obviously have not made one yet. Yeah, yeah. He's in the same boat as Arthur C. Clarke, whom we talked about last week. We did. Uh... But he did. He was the founder. He was the guy who re- originally devised this, the law, the laws of robotics. Nice. Yeah. That's Which has been used in every single robot movie ever. For good reason. It's they're, they're they're pretty flawless law. Speaking of robot movies and robotics, my pitch this week is Ex Machina from uh, from director Alex Garland, who was the uh, the screenwriter of Dread. Um, or actually, no, he wasn't the writer. He was just, I think he just directed Dread. He, was, he either wrote or directed Dread, didn't do both, just one of them. Anyway, the mastermind behind Dread comes and writes 
directs, uh, does the the cinematography on Stunt actor. Yeah, I know. Does a lot of stuff because this is a very small budget sci-fi thriller. Um, but this is a very uh, hard sci-fi movie about a guy who uh, is named Caleb, who basically wins a contest at, at work and is randomly selected to go and uh, and spend a weekend with his boss or the the CEO of his company, Blue Book, which is basically um, you know analogous to Google. So he wins this contest. Goes to uh, goes to this guy's island retreat, uh, played by I- Oscar Isaac. Nathan is the CEO, um, and finds out that he has actually been selected for a a basically to perform a, a Turing test on his new uh, type of AI. Um, this this robot uh, named what was her name Ava, Ava yeah, um, and uh, basically it uh, it turns into a very interesting tale of uh, what the hell is going on here. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. One of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Just came out last year, earlier this year, something like that. Um, so that's my pitch this week. Rachel. <laughs> okay. Well, since it's October, I'm October. going to pitch a horror movie. Ooh, a horror movie. Hmm. And I pitch The Orphanage Kay. by Guillermo del Toro. Ooh, Guillermo del Toro, eh? Yes. Tell me about The Orphanage. So... About this girl, um, she was an orphan. Mm-hmm. She gets adopted, and she grows up, and she's also, you know, so it moves on to later in her life. So her and her husband go back to the orphanage she grew up in to reopen it because mm-hmm. it's since closed. Mm-hmm. And she has an adopted son as well. So they go there, and son starts seeing other kids. Okay, and they kind of lure him off onto the beach and he goes in this cave because he sees a little boy Mm -hmm. and then he goes missing and this is like uh, so Bruce Wayne kidnapped him yes and then he became Robin and he died they had an adventure (laughs) (laughs) he died so then they have like he comes back and says that his friends were all in the cave and the mom's like oh okay whatever Mm -hmm. then they have their opening party and again he wants to go play with his friends. He doesn't want to be at the stupid opening party. Yeah. And so he gets mad because he wants to show her something. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no, I'm busy with this party. And then he disappears and she can't find him. And they think someone at the party stole him, but they don't know. Hmm. So it kind of passes along where they think he's dead. But okay. then stuff starts happening in the mm. house because they still live there. I like stuff. Ghostly. <laughs> Ghost. All right. Ghostly children things, which is like the worst yeah. thing ever. Yeah. So Scooby Doo in the orphanage. Awesome. Scooby don't. Ah, ah, call back to before the show. What? <laughs> All right, Matt. It is foreign, so warning oh. subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen his other the other his other uh, cur- Shoot, what's it called? His other movie, it's like a weird take on a vampire movie. Guillermo's is like Guillermo's oh. first kind of big movie. Kronos? Kronos. Yeah, yeah. That's an that awesome movie. So good. Uh okay, so my pitch is uh nineteen from nineteen eighty eight. Since apparently stop doing that, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Since apparently Jason has never watched anything before nineteen ninety four. Okay. Ninety three. Ninety three. Um <laughs> By one of the great horror directors, John Carpenter. 
Mm. Who did another movie that we should watch? The Thing, which is so you've good. mentioned the thing several times. So good. Um, well, yeah, he's on the Fantastic Four. <laughs> the reason Jason tried to watch it. Yeah, the reason that I tried to watch it once and then was severely disappointed. <laughs> uh, this movie features as a child sunglasses. Ooh, this movie features bubble gum and okay. being all out of it. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> this movie is also uh, up on the par with such political i uh, sort of agenda movies like V for Vendetta. Ooh. Uh, and it stars. That's a comic book. And it stars the wonderful wrestler turned actor Roddy Piper. Ooh, Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Roddy recently died. Uh, this movie is They Live. They live. Do they live? I don't know. You have to watch it. <gasps> Which stars uh, Roddy Piper as a drifter who finds a pair of sunglasses that allow him to see through the facade of the anthropomorphic uh, skeleton aliens who are taking over the world's government. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's awesome. Hmm. Very interesting. Yep. All right. Well, now we're going to go for our votes. So, Josh, to introduce you to the rules... Can't vote for your own. All right. Ooh, I actually, I actually like uh, running out of bubble gum, so I'm gonna go with they live. Okay. <laughs> I always end up kicking you at some point during the show. Um, gosh, this is tough because I basically I either have to choose Will Smith or a movie genre that I don't normally choose. Or bubblegum. Or bubblegum. Yeah, man. I mean, sunglasses, bubblegum. Well, but it is a horror movie, right? Or ghostly children. They Live is a science fiction. In Spanish. Oh, is it science In Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, They Live has elements of horror, but it's 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 straight up science it's fiction. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, then, yeah, I'm going with They Live. <laughs> Rachel. Well, I don't really think it matters what I pick. Yeah, it does, because there's two more picks. You and Matt. Tie it up. It, it could, yeah, it, well, you could end up having a tie. Gotta collaborate. Mm. And then if we have a tie, we gotta choose between the other two. Elimination round. Yeah. I will pick Josh's. I robot? Yep. Okay. Match you. Uh mine was uh Guillermo del Toro's Fantastic, The Orphanage. Mm. It's so good. It's yeah. a good movie. I mean, I'm sure we'll all get around to watching most of them anyway. But in two weeks, we shall be watching They Live, the John Carpenter movie from nineteen eighty eight. Um, and, uh, and then next week we have our comic book review of, what was it again? It was, Fantastic uh, Four. Oh, hey, the one I recommended. Fantastic Four, one, two, three, four. One, two, five. One, two, one, two five. five. <laughs> By Grant Morrison and Jay Lee. So um, I've read it. I already read it. I just read it. Really? You just I read did. it? I, I did not include that in my catch up. Oh, well, well you good. Did say, you did say you could have more. So. I'm glad you didn't catch it. I didn't, I'm glad you didn't put it in your ketchup because you got to save it for next week. I'm saving it for next week. You. Have you guys read it yet? No. I started reading it, but I have not finished yet. All right. 
We'll we'll discuss it next week though on the let show. Us, let us. It's okay, Matt. We'll, we'll I'm really excited. It. Hurry up, guys! <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Matt's always the first one to finish the homework. Um, all right. Well, uh, other than that, check out our social media pages at Savage Land Podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Savage Land Pod on Twitter. Go to thatmightbecool.com to check out all of our fun things, uh, podcast pages, and and great little things like that. Um, and also leave us. Oh, we actually had an iTunes. Uh, review um this last week if uh if we want to check that out really quick you go to your podcast app (laughs) (laughs) is this our first review no we've we've had a few um but yeah we had a a new review in the last week uh so we'll we'll shout that review out thanks mom (laughs) thanks (laughs) ma'am um but yeah, and then in the meantime, yeah, leave us uh, ratings. We we like ratings a lot. We like reviews even more because it's always fun to to hear your words and comments. And if you have criticisms, we like hearing I don't know those how too. To pull it up. You go to our podcast on the podcast app. I can if you want. There's, well, I don't I have an iPhone. My podcast app. Oh, you have a different podcast app. It's not the iTunes one. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I think it was posted in the group chat. Yeah, I'll pull it up real quick. Yeah. Keep going. All right. Because um, they don't know how technology works, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so we, we love hearing your, your reviews because, like, yeah, the ratings are awesome. And, like, we've noticed that there's a lot of that don't have the comments with them. But it's okay. always nice to hear your thoughts. We got a review from Stevie Garcia. There's lots of E's in there. Oh, thanks, Stevie. Uh, <laughs> he, it titled Hilarious and Entertaining. Oh. Uh, Stevie says, I love listening to the Savage Land. Sorry, there's an exclamation point. I should have said that way more excitedly. <laughs> I love listening to the Savage Land. They're always funny, really entertaining, and they recommend great comics and movies. Any geek should check them out. Oh, Thanks, Stevie. Day. Do you, do you yes. think it's a Stevie like Stevie Nicks, or do you think it's like a guy Steve? What do you think? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder? I don't know. I think Stevie should let us know, though. Stevie, let us know if you're a man or a woman. We, oh, we love you regardless, though. Yeah. And if it's pronounced Stevie or Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his birth certificate is. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll find out. We'll wait on Stevie. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, other than that, just uh, you know, interact with us. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Let us... Let us know you love us, um, and we're going to play you out because I think that we all need to watch this video, and if you haven't watched it, go on YouTube, but if you don't feel like watching it right now, you can listen to the whole song, Deepest, Bluest, Deepest, Bluest, by Ella Cool J. Oh. Yeah.
See this guy? This guy's a little creepy. <laughs> this guy's real creepy, smarty pants. Yeah, no smarty pants. He's a shock boy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That happened like that. That went over a producer's desk and he's like, yeah, we'll let that. That's what, that's what we're going to do. That's the direction we're going to take. 